What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Five Out Podcast. Today, I've got a very special guest with me. I gave Jacob the week off, and I and uh, Buchikov actually reached out to me, and he was like, "Hey, I got I got some time off from PT school." Um, this is Alex Vooch. Uh, he's a very close friend of mine. Uh, someone that in seventh grade, you know, me and him didn't get along that well. Maybe even in sixth grade, we didn't get along very well. We played sports together, but we kind of were like we butted heads a little bit, I would say, off the court and off the field. Um, but as time has gone on, you've become one of my closer friends. Uh, kind of since seventh grade, you and I have been pretty good friends, you know, playing basketball together uh, and hooping now every time, every now and then playing some pickup games with each other. Uh, a phenomenal basketball player, uh, you know, in high school. He had very unorthodox stretching methods, and we all kind of joked about it with him. But it paid off because he's he's very good. And unfortunately, he didn't go out and play college ball. But um, if you ever see him in pickup, uh, I recommend picking him up on your team because he is phenomenal. I love playing with this guy. He's a he's a lights out shooter. Um, but this is Alex Vuchkov. Vuchkov, welcome to the podcast, my friend, and thank you for coming on today. Thank you, Drew. I appreciate it. Thank you for those kind words. Of course, man. Hey, and, and if you ever need to hook up at Sam's, he can always hook you up with some nice pizza <laughs> at Sam's. <laughs> Sam's does have some fire pizza though. So, but yeah, unfortunately they're not doing the samples right now because of COVID still. Um, but you know, the, I remember there was one time I went and uh, and Vujicov hooked me up with like you know normally the samples are you know like a little a little sliver, um, you know or a little cup of something. Vujicov hooked me up with like one slice of pizza, like a normal slice, and I was like, oh, yeah. you're a saint. So. But uh, just because we got a new guy on doesn't mean we're going to change the way we do things here on the podcast. We're going to go ahead and start off with some would you rather questions today. I've got some some good ones for for you, Vooch, some different ones today. You know, I know you're I know you're a very fit guy. You work out at 24 a lot or at least you used to before PT school. Right. So would you rather be an Olympic gold medalist or a Nobel Peace Prize winner? Ooh, that's a good one. Um. You know what? I'm going to take the alternative route. I'm going to say Nobel Peace Prize because I feel like that affects more people's lives than mm-hmm. an Olympic gold medalist. I feel like that would only affect my life mm-hmm. and maybe those around me per se. But um, I feel like the Nobel Peace Prize, that influences more people around and more not just the community, but, you know, reach out lives to, you know, people living in different countries and whatnot. And I think that's that's more of a gratifying effect for a person. There you go. And I mean, I, I, I do agree. There's no kind of right or wrong answer on this one. You know, Olympic gold medalists might seem a little bit, you know, kind of far-fetched just because it only happens every, I guess, two years. But, you know, every four years, I'm thinking summer. But a Nobel Peace Prize, I think, I feel like that, I feel like that's kind of almost, almost a bigger, you know, award in a sense. Um, you know, you wrote a whole book. So I'm, I'm probably going to have to go with you on that one. But it'd be kind of hard not to say I don't want to, I don't want to win a gold medal. Those things are pretty yeah. cool. Um, next one, would you rather live at the top uh, of a tall New York City building, so you live in New York City, but at the very top of it, or do you live on the top of a mountain all by yourself with no people around? That's a good question. Um, if I live on top of a mountain, where am I going to get like my food from, and does it get delivered to me? Or like, I mean, like I mean, like you, it's you're within like a city, but like you're not around. Oh, top of the mountain for sure. Yeah, top of the mountain for sure. I don't. I feel like having that peace by yourself. I mean, the mountains are gorgeous view. Obviously, there's nothing like Times Square, mm-hmm. but like living on top of a mountain, having that uh, oxygen filtering through you, I just feel like it's people dream of that, of yeah. actually having their own land, living on the top of you know, yeah. it's just like that. So I'd have to go on top of a mountain. I, I love the nature and green. So. 
I, I don't like New York City. And I don't think I'd want to live there. So I'd rather live on top of the mountain uh, yeah. based off of that. Um, I got two more for you. This one is, is you know, we're, we, we both are, we both like athletes here. Uh, you know, we both like sports. Would you rather spend a day with your favorite athlete or your favorite movie star? Great question. Um, I would say my favorite athlete. Um, I feel like, I don't know if I have a favorite movie star. Like I'm a huge mm -hmm. Star Wars nerd. I'm a huge mm -hmm. Star Wars fan. But I don't know if there's like one true actor. I mean, I, maybe I could say like Harrison Ford would be my favorite, but hmm. he's a little too old for me now. I feel like he's like 60, 70. Not like he's an old person, but just yeah. like spending a day with somebody and that plays, you know, in the NBA or whatever would be a lot more um, fun and I can mm -hmm. relate to a lot more. So that, that's just yeah. Um And then my final one here, and then this one, this one is kind of comes with a little uh, a little story behind it. You know, one day we were taking a tax test in seventh grade, I believe, and you had to walk all the way from Valley Ranch to East in a parka. Um, and so this one is kind of a kind of a joke at that kind of a jab at that. But would you rather live in Antarctica and have to wear that parka all the time or live in the Sahara Desert, which is basically what we live in when we live in Texas? No, I'm picking the Sahara Desert. <laughs> I love the I, I hate the cold. I hate I, I, I could I could deal with the heat, but I hate the, the cold temperature for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm in agreement with you. I'd rather live in the hot weather. But that's enough for our questions. Thanks, you, Booch. Those are those are some funny ones today. Some different ones. You know, I like to I like to keep my my people on their toes. But let's yeah. go ahead and get into the NBA um, playoffs. Are starting. You know, we're recording this on a Tuesday. The first round, I believe it's the East play today for the playing games. Um, they start tonight, and then on Thursday you'll have the winner of the nine ten game versus the loser of the eight uh, seven eight game. Um, but that, 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 that is what's airing um, today. We're just going to kind of talk about how the playoffs ended up and we're going to start out in the Western conference. The Los Angeles Lakers, the defending NBA champions are the seventh seed and have to play in a playing game. What are their title odds right now? Do you think Booch? Um, I think still think they're very high. They have a very hard path to get there. Um, but I see them right now. I mean, I, I still think they're second in the West. Ideally, no. I think they're right there behind the Clippers mm -hmm. and I think as long as they if they I think if they get the Suns which if they win tomorrow night right mm -hmm. they get the Suns I think they'll take care of business in Phoenix and therefore I think they go into the next round which it's that Denver Portland mm -hmm. series I think they'll take care of business of either of them and then they're right there with the Clippers yeah. So I think they're still really high once they get rolling I think they haven't played together in a while because mm -hmm. of injuries and stuff like that give them a round or, you know give them the playing games and then another round to warm up I think they'll be right there we all expect them to be yeah and I mean I think it, it's tough obviously injuries have played a tough part into the Lakers season um this year especially not having LeBron um you know if LeBron's able to kind of push them to the championship maybe even win a finals this year where does that put him in the GOAT conversation if he's behind Michael in your opinion um, you know, he's going to probably be on par with MJ at that point. I think mm. not only what he did last year, but if he does this again this year, I think mm. a lot of people want to put him on par even ahead of MJ, just because, I mean, you're only one ring behind him, mm -hmm. but the longevity of your career, I think that's what matters. Yeah. Um, and just the longevity, how good he's been. It's just, I don't think there'll be any debate on that, that in terms of like overall sustainability. 
Yeah, I got you. Yeah, and and we, me and me and uh, my buddy Jacob, we recorded a playoff predictions yesterday, and we had them. I had them playing the Nets. Now, if, Le- if LeBron goes and beats the Nets in the finals, I mean, like that team, and then to play the Clippers potentially in the Western Conference Finals right. as well. I mean, he th- this run would have been amazing. Um, now, I do love the matchup of the Lakers and the Warriors in the first playing game. Yes. Um, I really hope Steph goes off. Um, yeah. That's the only thing I'm worried about if I'm the Lakers, um, even though it doesn't really matter to them whether they win this game or the next game, because I think they're going to get in. It's just who do they who do they want to play? Which which way do they want to go to make it to that finals or the Western Conference finals at least? Yeah. Um, but staying in the West and staying with the with the Jazz and the Suns here, do you really think the, one of these two teams can make a strong playoff push to the uh, finals this year or even the Western Conference finals? I think it's whoever doesn't get the Lakers in the first round, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I honestly think the Suns are going to have a better chance than the Jazz if they didn't get the Lakers because um, Utah's best player has been injured for like the last month of the season. He hasn't played. So going into the playoffs and you haven't had your star, I mean, yeah, you have a great overall team, but I don't feel like the Jazz have that true number one. I don't even think – I think Mitchell's a number two. Mm-hmm. Their defense is great. They have great role players. But once everything slows down in the playoffs, I just don't think they have that leader behind them that's going – I mean, Conley's great. But like mm-hmm. I said, they don't have that – like Phoenix has that Chris Paul type of player that's been there for 15-plus years and knows what it takes to lead the young guys. I don't know if the Jazz per se have that guy. And so I, I think – who, like I said, whoever – say the Lakers lose and they go to eight seed and, and uh, Warriors are seventh seed and they play Phoenix, mm-hmm. I think Phoenix will take care of the, the Warriors. I think the Lakers would beat the Jazz. So, therefore, I do think the you know the Suns would have a better chance. But it's, it just depends on who doesn't get to play the Lakers. That's just mine. Yeah. It, it's tough if you're the one or the two seed this year and you get the Lakers um, in the first round. That sucks. Yeah. You can't prepare for them because, you know, you usually have a week to prepare for your opponent. Mm-hmm. The, the playing game for the West is Wednesday, right, mm-hmm. tomorrow. And then the other game is Friday. Mm-hmm. So let's say the team on Friday has two days because their game is on Sunday. You only have two days to prepare for it, you know, so it's not it's a very unorthodox type of schedule. Now, do you, did you like this whole playoff format or are you against it? The I do. I love it. it. Yeah, I love it because my team's not in it, right? That's the thing. So, I mean, you know, just like LeBron and Luca have been saying, you know, they last year they enjoyed. They think they should have, you know, had something like this. Now their team is close to this bubble-ish, and then now they're like, oh, we don't like it. So, mm-hmm. I think that's just them, you know, being babies about it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's great because it it forces teams to compete towards the end of the regular season, where you have a lot of people just kind of coasting, taking time off. Mm-hmm. Um, tanking or whatever so it, it makes things more competitive more fun for the fans too yeah and for and for myself like you know I've talked about this many of times the March Madness and like in uh, the NFL playoffs are so tough because it's a one it's a winner take all basically it's a game right. seven the NBA playoffs you can you can smoke those two first games and make a mid con mid series adjustment and you can go four two or you know go go four out of the next uh, uh five games or, or four out of the next six games so for for the playing games, it's so scary because you know, especially this Lakers Warriors, like Steph Curry could potentially go off for yeah. you know 50, 60 points, and like the Lakers can't, you know, it's just one game. All you have to do is win one game, and anyone yeah. can win one game on any given day. So that's the scary part. I think that's the part like LeBron and Luke are kind of like being little babies about it. But 
I do think it, I do think it added extra value this year towards the end of the year. Yeah, for sure. So um, now with the Suns, I think they're a little bit better prepared just because they do have Devin Booker as long with CP3. Right. Whereas I feel like the Jazz, Mitchell is their kind of star. And and like you said, he's not he's not a number one. He's really a number two. And then you kind of don't have an offensive weapon. And I think you need some. I think you need a closer or two in the NBA playoffs to kind of go far. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see how they how they fare this year. Unfortunate for one of them that gets the Lakers. Even the other one, if they get the Warriors, um, that sucks too. I mean, you're playing yeah. Seth Curry. He's averaging forty points right now a game. Yeah, so, but I mean, it, who would you rather pick? Right? It's not. Yeah, I mean, anybody would take the Warriors or the Lakers. Exactly. You worry um, about one player, so. Exactly. Yeah. And now you and I, uh, we're not Mavericks fans. You know, we, we, I think we enjoy watching them play. We enjoy their team. We don't hate their team besides, you know, a couple of years, you know, for yourself, Vooch is a, is a, is a heat fan. So, um, you know, if you know, you know, but, um, but we're going to go ahead and talk about the Mavs a little bit here. You know, we are in the Dallas area, so we've got to talk about them. What are your odds this year? They play the Clippers in the first round. What do you think they're, what are, what are some realistic expectations for this Mavs team? You know what? <sighs> If they had to succeed, I would have picked them over Denver. I think that's a great matchup, but I think playoffs are about matchups, mm-hmm. and I just do not like this matchup with the Clippers. They just have too many guys you could throw at Luka. Mm-hmm. There's too many great defenders, and they, you know, they have a lot of depth. And I think they gave Luka issues last year, even though he he played great in the playoffs. You know, they just couldn't find that extra fitting to to get past them. And I think. Also, with KP's health, I think that's a big thing. You, you just don't know what you're going to get out of him because you don't even know if he's going to be on the court. Mm-hmm. So I do think the the Clippers will take care of them in about six games, I'd say. I'd give the Mavericks two games. Could go to seven, right, if Luka mm-hmm. with Luka Magic. But I don't see them um, getting past this Clippers team, not this year. Yeah, it, it was very tough. We really wanted to see the um, the the, uh, the Mavs play the Nuggets as the 4-5 matchup. Because I did think that the Mavs could potentially beat the Nuggets in a, in a uh, series. Yeah. Um, but this Clippers team, whether you want to believe it or not, they basically threw the last two games of the year. Um, they lost to the Rockets, who have been terrible all year since they moved on from Harden, and the Thunder, who was like one of the worst teams out West. They, they basically threw those two games. One, because they didn't want to have to play the Lakers in a round two matchup, potentially. And then two, you know, they, I mean, I think they like the matchup with the Mavs a little bit better than the Thunder or the, the Trailblazers. I really think they would have won either, but um, a lot of people are kind of pissed off at the Clippers for throwing. What is your opinions on that, Vooch? Yeah, I mean, they did rest their two stars, mm-hmm. um, which, I mean, I would have done the same thing in their situation. I've, I've also read some uh, reports that they're scared to play Lakers, blah, blah, blah. They haven't came out and like publicly said anything mm-hmm. about that or whatever, but they can still play them in the second second round, right? Let's say LA loses to Golden State and then they win. They're the eighth seed and they beat Utah. I mean, then you have that that matchup in the second round. So I think they could, if that's, they could get their karma back. So, I mean, I, I don't know if they, you have to get through the Lakers regardless if you're going through the conference finals, semifinals. Why wouldn't you want to take them on early rather than later on? I think later on the Lakers would actually be warmed up. If they get two, through two series together, they're playing together. They're going to be more cohesive. If you yep. get them in the second round, they're still, you know, they've only played one series together. So I, I feel like you'd have a better shot at beating them anyways. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. I think either way, I would pick them early on later on. Yeah. I mean, especially especially this year since they 
had so many injuries, it makes more sense to play them early on because, right. um, I mean, when's the last time AD and LeBron played a full game together right. on the court? Uh, I mean, earlier this year, you know, I, I don't I don't count this into the year. LeBron's still not 100% with that ankle injury. Um, so very interesting to kind of see how that turned out, you know, with them kind of, I guess, throwing those last two games. Um, they had they did secure playoff first, so it, you know to them it didn't matter where they landed. They just wanted to play potentially. So uh, we'll we'll see how that kind of goes out. Um, but now I'm going to give you the opportunity, Vooch. So I'm going to let you basically predict the Western Conference here um, and just kind of go through and just you don't have to give me series or anything like that. Just tell me who's going to win. You know, pick the playing games and then go ahead and just kind of pick who your Western Conference Finals is going to be for me. Wow. Um, this is tough because I wish – okay, so the playing games, we got the Lakers and the Warriors. And then let's say – I don't know. I'm going to say the – let's say the Warriors win, right? Let's say Steph goes off. Steph gets 45, low upset, cool. Warriors win. They play um, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And then L.A. play uh, – who are the other two teams? It's Grizzlies and the Spurs. Second, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think the Lakers will take care of either of those two teams, mm-hmm. right? We did. You got an eight-one-two-seven matchup. Okay. Well, you got the Lakers beating the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Phoenix is going to take care of the Warriors. Um, I I think Portland is going to beat Denver, mm-hmm. and then I think the Clippers are going to beat uh, the Mavs. And then you have that LA LA yeah. matchup in the second round, which is very tough mm-hmm. um, for me to pick. But I'm actually going to go with the Lakers in the second round, just because. I just don't trust the Clippers, mm-hmm. and and so I'm going to get the Lakers in the second round, and then who else do we have? We have Portland, and then we have Phoenix in that mm-hmm. other round. Um, I think I think Phoenix will beat Portland, mm-hmm. and I think L.A. would beat Phoenix, and then the Lakers would be back in the championship. There you go. Hey, I, I love – But it could I, alter, right? It could alter if we see mm-hmm. the – if we see. I think if we see the Clippers and the Lakers in the conference finals, then I'd pick the Clippers because I feel like – the Clippers hump is that second round, right? They can't get past the second round. So if they get the Western Conference Finals, I mean, I might have to switch my pick, right? So right now, just depending on this seating ish, and I, it, that's if the Warriors, who knows? Hey, I, I love the bold take of the taking the Warriors over the Lakers. I think it's an underrated take. I think, yeah. you know, both teams are on winning streaks right now. But the Warriors have looked a lot better towards the end than the Lakers. Lakers the Lakers have limped into the situation um even though they've won the last five um but yeah I mean I think that's that's very it is a realistic you know viewpoint I really do, I really do like Portland over Denver I don't know why um you know if you want to see my take we have a YouTube video on it go check it out on our sideline sports page but I talked about if this goes to game seven which I have it going to game seven solely because they're division rivals they've played each other probably four times this year at least um and if, if it goes to game seven I'm taking Dame over almost anyone in the league, you know, like he I'm riding with him in that game seven. And it just Portland's always known to under, uh, upset someone once and then lose in the second round. Yeah. So they, they've played each other so many times. I feel like these two mm-hmm. teams in the playoffs and they're always great series. Mm-hmm. So and I, with, and the fact that Jamal Murray is out, I think that kind of makes all the difference. Exactly. And Jokic, it, it's nothing against Jokic. He's had an MVP year. I think he will be the MVP this year. Um, nothing against him, but I just think it's a lot easier to buckle down on him uh, without having a Jamal Murray or someone else to kind of relieve that pressure from 
uh, Jokic that the Blazers will be able to kind of go with him. And then both teams can just score the ball. And I think it's going to be who can score more points. And I like CJ and, and uh, you know, Lillard over Jokic and anyone else they have with them. So um, I really think the Blazers have a chance to upset them there. And I'm glad they, they get that opportunity. And, and I think as, as much as I like the Nuggets and how they play, especially Jokic, I thought if the Mavs played the Nuggets, they would have upset them too. So it didn't matter who the Nuggets played. I was picking them to be an upset this year. Yeah, I mean, they're the kind of the easy target to be upset at just because of lack of star power, I guess. Yeah, and the loss of Jamal Murray really hurts them, uh, I think, yeah. in the playoffs. In the regular season, not so much as we saw, but in the yeah. playoffs, it's really going to hurt them. Yeah. So, But we're actually going to take a quick ad timeout here from our sponsor, Anchor.fm. When we come back, we're going to be looking at Vooch's favorite team, the Miami Heat, and then going over the Eastern Conference playoffs. We'll see you guys after the break. And we are back, as I just mentioned. We're going to go ahead and start talking about this Eastern Conference. And as I've talked about a couple of times here, uh, Vooch is a Miami Heat fan. You're from Miami, correct? Yeah. Okay, so he, beach, yeah. he, he, he didn't jump on the bandwagon when LeBron made his decision. He was already on that bandwagon before. Um, so you, you won a couple of championships with D-Wade and Shaq, and then again with LeBron and uh, D-Wade, I guess, and Chris Bosh. Kind of talk yeah. about that experience just a little bit. Just kind of go back and, and go to your younger self when you were a kid what it was like for your team to win a championship. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely um, – it's awesome seeing your team win and, I mean, seeing your team lose. I mean, I get I got to experience both, right? I mean, definitely losing hurt more than winning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I in 2012 uh, and 2013, when they won those two tips, I was here in Dallas. And, you know, no nobody else was a Heat fan here in Dallas. I mean, everybody was Mavs fans or mm-hmm. you know, OKC fans, whatever in the area. So I never got to – experience that fun with anybody else just because I was kind of by my own uh, <laughs> fan by my own but it was definitely it was it's cool so when you get to compare players and you get to brag about franchises you can always say oh my franchise has x amount of wins since the 2000s we've won this many um finals and we've gotten to this many finals so it's definitely an uh, edge when you get to um you know brag and compare teams and franchises now advantage now go back to the decision what was that like for you um you know what I (laughs) I was in seventh grade I remember I was at my friend's house I was actually at Esteban's house I remember you know that is and we were watching we had some food and um I kind of had an idea that LeBron was going to come because I was like hey boy D-Wade is in Miami why not you know finish it off so mm-hmm. when that happened i was jumping on a joy excitement it was back when facebook was the thing back in the day mm-hmm. still is but like it used to be more and there was no twitter so i was like posting on my wall posting on my friends walls like we're coming for y'all um, this is it we got the next five championships i was just very excited and uh made me a very proud heat fan because the last couple of years we got eliminated in the first round mm-hmm. we were very bad in 2008 we got the number two pick so we had some uh a lot of growth after that 06 championship and then that you know the decision kind of you know put everything together so it was very nice for us there you go and and to kind of wrap it up here we're talking about the past before we go to the present um is d wade your all-time shooting guard in in nba history my favorite or like the best Um, he's not the best yeah i was like he's not the best but is he your favorite all-time shooting guard my yeah he's my favorite all-time shooting guard because i grew up watching him right um I think if he he was perfect in his era, 
-hmm. in today's era, I think he would have been a little bit more creative and I think he would have had to add a little bit more of a jumper. But, uh, you know, I think I think I have him ranked third shooting guard of all time behind Kobe and MJ. Now, the now who is the greatest Heat of all time? I'm looking for a specific name, Heat player of all time. Who is it? I mean, uh, what do you mean? Who's the, you mean like over the course or just like who had the biggest impact? I mean, D-Wade had the, is the best Heat player, but those four years that LeBron was there, like he was the best, so. I was looking for Udonis Haslam, bro. Oh, I, got, I mean, he's the, the Heat lifer, yeah. Yeah. Did, did you see what, Heat lifer. did you see he had his first action this year, potentially his last ever game, and he got a technical foul within like 17 seconds of him being on of the Of course, court. of course. He had to send that message, man. He's, he's Mr. 305. There you go. So we, we love to see it. But let's go ahead and talk about the defending Eastern Conference champions, the Miami Heat. A year ago in the bubble, they they kind of shocked the world. No one expected them to be in the finals, um, and they ended up going to the finals. Now, unfortunately, they lost, but I think they were quite tired. Um, what what are your expectations for them this year in the playoffs? Um, you know, I think we have a good chance of beating the Bucks just because we're already in their heads. Mm-hmm. I think we have an advantage of them over last year, but – um, I don't think we could get past the Nets. I think that's kind of like the Warriors of the East, like it was a couple years ago. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a good standard to get to. So I definitely think we could shock some people and, and beat the Bucks. But that's it. I mean, my expectations are up to that second round. It, it sucks because we got skewed to this side of the bracket. If we got to the up, which I thought we were going to get either a four or five seed, mm-hmm. I think we could have easily got to the conference finals because I think we, we definitely would have beat Philadelphia in the second round. I don't think we're ready. Um, but yeah, knowing this side of the bracket, I think this is the hardest path to the final. Mm-hmm. I think us and the Bucks have the hardest path to get to the finals. I um, I don't think we'll get past that second round. Yeah, unless uh, Jimmy somehow turns into Michael Jordan, which I don't know. <laughs> I don't think will happen. But you know, I mean, sure. he turned into it a year ago. But it, you know, we we talked about this a little bit a couple of weeks ago. Um, the Miami Heat had an opportunity earlier this year to trade away Tyler Hero for to gain and you and Duncan Robinson to gain James Harden and probably some other stuff. Um, why did the Heat not do that trade? Do you know what what is your opinion on that? You know what? I'm very surprised they didn't do that because Pat Riley, he strikes for the whales. Like he strikes mm-hmm. for the big fish. Um, if you look at his track record, he's always done it. If he has an opportunity to get a superstar, he's he's always done it. So I honestly I'm not hundred percent sure why they didn't do it. I thought they were gonna do it. I was very excited uh, for the news. Because I think James Harden would have been the perfect player in our offense, mm-hmm. honestly. We didn't need him to, you know, you could have had that Dan Tony style run over here. You still had shooters. Um, and then you have your two defenders in Jimmy and Bam, mm-hmm. where they, you know, Jam, James doesn't have to be, a, you know, you could hide him on defense and then let him do whatever he wanted to do on offense. I think, I think it would have been a match made in heaven, personally. I was a huge fan for it, and I wish it would have happened. Um, but I'm, I'm sure they regret it a lot, and I'm sure – you know, they'll learn from it. But uh, mm-hmm. I think maybe they saw more potential in, in Hero than um, they should have saw, right? Um, once he kind of got into his hype and his fame, mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. hit some strides, but then he kind of slowed down a little bit and knows that his his max, his ceiling isn't as high as they probably thought he could have been. Mm-hmm. Also, Duncan mm-hmm. is on a contract uh, year, right? So he's mm-hmm. projected to get 20, 25 mil, the way he's been shooting, like a Joe mm-hmm. Harris type of deal. So I think, you know, the fact that you could have had hard locked up, I think it was a no-brainer. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I've asked myself that same question many times. <laughs> well, I mean, Tyler Hero definitely didn't have a sophomore year like he had a rookie year. Um, he's, he came on the last, like, four or five games of the season. 
but um, you know, nothing of like James Harden. And, you know, unfortunately if, if the heat do beat the bucks, which a lot of people see that happening, I think it's going to go six or seven games. I don't know who's going to win. Honestly, I, I picked the bucks to win, um, but I could realistically see the uh, heat taking that one as well. Um, but whoever, but if the heat win and, and they got to play the Nets in the second round, they're going to see firsthand um, why they probably should have made a trade for, for James Harden. No, for um, sure. I hope they do. I hope, I hope James Harden goes in there and just rips him apart because. Yeah. <clears throat> so. it, it, it'll be a tough, they, they definitely, they, those two teams definitely have the toughest road um, to the, to the Eastern conference finals and potentially the finals. Um, but speaking of the 76ers, as you mentioned, uh, trust the process. It has officially come true after almost like eight years now of it being said, trust the process. They've officially clinched number one overall seed. Uh, what do the 76ers have a chance this year to make a finals run? To make a finals run? Sure, they have a chance. They're lucky they didn't get the heat in the second round because mm-hmm. they wouldn't have had a chance. I personally, I don't think they're ready. Mm-hmm. I think they're um, mentally, they're not there yet, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're very, they're, I think they're still intimidated. I don't think they have enough. I don't think they have a closer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't, I definitely think they'll get to the conference finals because their path there is very, one of the easier paths. I think they have, um, this, I think one of either Celtics or, uh, mm-hmm. Wizards, and then they have the Knicks and the, um, Hawks, which I think they'll take care of either of them, even though if the Knicks win, they'll put up a good fight, but I think they'll take care of business. Um, once they get to the conference finals, which I think they'll be playing the Nets, um, you could say that, yeah, Ben Simmons is a great defender for KD and mm-hmm. he match up well. I don't think it's going to go past five, to be honest. I think the Nets are taking care of business. Just saying they're, they're healthy, right? That's a big mm-hmm. thing with the Nets is their health. Exactly. Yeah. And then when we talk about this, we, we obviously are, are considering that everyone's going to be healthy the full time. We're not taking in injuries in right. consideration. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the 76ers definitely match up with the Nets very well just because they're big. You know, they yeah. have bigger guards to guard Kyrie and James Harden um, and Durant. But um, you're talking about three of, like, the best scores we've ever seen in this era yeah. um, all on one team. Uh, and, you know, and you got to do it for you got to do it for for seven games, you know, potentially. That's very tough for anyone to do for one, maybe two games. But to ask someone to do it for four straight games. It's very tough. So and, and, and beat is great. Um, you know, I think Tobias is, has had a phenomenal year this year. But I think the biggest question mark is Ben Simmons, and I think I'll, he's going to get he's going to get the treatment of a, a Giannis Antetokounmpo in the playoffs. You know, he's a lot more creative than Giannis, but he doesn't have a jump shot. He's broke as can be. Um, yeah. he, he's definitely he's definitely a very creative with the ball, and he's able to find open guys here and there. But it's just really hard um, to do that when people aren't playing. They're Rondo closing out on you, you know, and yeah. you catch the ball and you have 15 feet of space. Um, so. It'll be interesting. Uh, I just think the Nets can score more points in them, but I think they do have a very easy road to the Eastern Conference Finals yeah, as long I as think, they take they gotta take care of business, though. Yeah, I mean, hey, the game slows down, you know, a lot in the playoffs, so you're gonna have that half court set. What are you gonna do with Simmons? You're just gonna let him hang in a three point line, or you're gonna put him in a post. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they had their chance a couple years ago when they got to the Raptors, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be it'll be de- definitely a good one. And then my last team we're going to talk about here, the New York Knicks officially clinched a playoff berth and they're the fourth seed. Um, great for the city of New York. Great for I think it's great for the NBA, even though we all like to hate on the Knicks. Um, you know, the NBA is doing great, just like kind of football. The NFL is doing great when the Cowboys are doing great. 
Um, yeah. And the and NBA is doing great when the Knicks are doing great. Happy to see them back in the playoffs. I'm yeah. ecstatic that they're playing the Hawks because I think they actually can win this series yeah. and go on to the next round and continue it and then play the 76ers, which I think would be huge. Um, but I think that's kind of where that stops. Um, your thoughts on Julius Randle's season this year? Oh, I mean, he's phenomenal, right? He's kind of grown into that number one over there in New York. He's definitely going to get that max contract when his time mm-hmm. is up. I think he has like a year or two left on his contract. And he's the reason why, I mean, I think actually it's the coach. I think mm-hmm. Tom Thibodeau has them playing uh, great defense. I think they're top three, top number one in the East and top three overall in defense efficiency mm-hmm. rating overall. If you look at the numbers from last year, it's a completely different team. So I think he's he's definitely grown into the player that we thought he was going to be from Kentucky and watching him grow up here in Dallas. He was a beast. He was kind of like a man child, right? Mm-hmm. Um, throughout his career, he hasn't been placed in great situations. Um, you know, in LA, he was kind of, he was, he was doing well at one point. And then, you know, when they got LeBron, you know, they just can't, they're kind of the same build. And I don't think they would have gelled well together. And he knew that um, when he went to the Pelicans, I think, he, he was he was good, and then I, don't, I just don't think he had an opportunity to kind of showcase himself. And then last year in New York, I think it was kind of like a rebuilding season. Mm-hmm. They also signed like six power forwards last year, so they didn't, he didn't really have an opportunity to kind of be himself. You know, I think he was like fighting for minutes, and he just mm-hmm. – they put so many bigs on the court. But now, you know, with the new coach, now you have a veteran point guard in Derrick Rose. I think it allows him to kind of be himself and, and show that, he, hey, here's the ball, take us to – where we need to go and they've kind of given him the, the, the keys to the car and he's shown why he should uh you know be a, not an I mean almost like an MVP type caliber mm-hmm. uh, player in a sense so does he deserve uh, does he deserve to be in the MVP conversation I don't think MVP conversation because um he's the fifth seed mm-hmm. and he's I think the second second half of the season is when he really took off mm-hmm. so I mean top five no top 10 sure I that is that that's what you consider uh, conversation, sure, but I don't think he's a top five candidate. I think he deserves to be on an All NBA team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. he's in, hands down. He's got to win Most Improved Player as well. I I don't think there's someone else better than him. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I think what's a uh, buddy from Charlotte is pretty good too. Uh, Bridges, he mm, has yeah. a good case for it, but I think maybe Randall has a better case. So um, yeah, it, it'll it'll be interesting. And then now I want us to look just at the play in teams. What an awful group of playing teams. You go looking at the West, you know, you have the Warriors and Lakers, and you can throw Memphis in that conversation. Yeah. You can maybe talk about San Antonio just because of Popovich. But, yeah. man, these four teams suck out East. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they're horrible. I think Boston is a really good team. They just happen to get destroyed by injuries. And um, don't you dare say the Pacers are in this conversation because they are so bad. Oh, I know. You know, they just lost Levert. He's not playing. And mm-hmm. I think I, I mean, I think they're I think Charlotte would beat him. Honestly, I'm sorry. I know you're a Pacers fan. Um, but I think I think Washington is going to beat Boston. So I think Washington is going to play the Nets. And that's what I want. Right. Everybody wants that Katie rest matchup. And I think it's going to be a more competitive series than people think. I think it will go to six games, you know, hopefully seven, just because of, you know, the firepower Beal and Westbrook could put out, right? They mm-hmm. match up. They could match up with the two guards. Yeah, they have nobody to match up with KD. But I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping for a, at least – I know I'll get a competitive matchup, but I'm hoping it will go, you know, more than mm-hmm. five games at least. So – and I think Boston will get that eighth seed. I think Jason Tatum's better than anybody. Um, 
on the Hornets or on the Pacers. And I think for that eight seed, you go with the player, the best player on the best team usually mm-hmm. comes out on top. And then they play the 76ers, which is funny because last year, these two teams played in the playoffs in the Celtics. Mm-hmm. They beat them in five, four or five. Yeah. I think it swept them maybe mm-hmm. because the Sixers didn't have Embiid. Mm-hmm. Now the Cel- Sixers are fully healthy and the Celtics don't have Jalen Brown. So it's a little revenge tour, yeah. but I do think I, I think the Celtics could maybe get a game in um, on the on the seventy sixers or something like that. But yeah. I think that'd be the eight one matchup. I mean, I I think I think we're I think everyone wants to see the Wizards play the six or the Nets just for the you know the KD versus KD yeah. and, and James versus Russ um, that whole thing. Um, but I, I got reports today that Malcolm Brogdon and Debonis Sabonis are both questionable for tonight's game. Please, please don't play. Just lose. Just lose. Yeah, I mean, you know, they probably they already know that if they get whatever they get, they're not going to get past the first round. So just rest the players for next season, get better, rebuilding the offseason, and come yeah. back better. So um, I think it would be more fun for, for, for Charlotte with the rookie LaMelo Ball to get in there and try to – Make some noise, right? I, I really think they have a chance to beat Boston too this year. Yeah, it, I mean, they they could. I just don't. I think if Tatum Tatum is the if he's the guy that everybody talks about, top ten mm-hmm. player, you know, he's the next KD like player, right? That's mm-hmm. supposed to take that next step. You know, now's his time to kind of show why he should be that that go to wow. number one. So. So, yeah, I mean, it, it'll be interesting for sure. Um, I, I just – I think I like the idea of having the Hornets in there just as a young team, exciting team. I, w- I would think the, ne- the Sixers could, would sweep them if that's the case. Yeah. Um, but I think it would just be a fun matchup. I'd rather see that than the boring Celtics play the 76ers. Yeah. So, I mean, Celtics and 76ers have more uh, history, right? History, yeah. So it's more – I think it will be more – I don't know to say fun, but it would be more competitive mm-hmm. than uh, – I think the Celtics could get a game in or two, honestly. Yeah. I just don't think the Hornets could get anything like that. Um, so, so, well, I, I was going to say, you might as well go ahead and give us your Eastern Conference. We've kind of already given it to us. Um, yeah, I think it would be the Nets in the, in the 76ers in the, mm-hmm. in the finals. And then I think the Nets would, would take them out in five, maybe six games uh, if everybody's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, here's the thing. If the Bucks beat the Heat, I think that Nets Bucks series could be really interesting. I think the Bucks match up really well with the Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have they have three stars. The Nets have three stars, and then you know the Bucks' three stars are more defensively tuned, mm-hmm. and their overall roster is very well put together. Whereas the Nets, they kind of have a bunch of firepower. They don't have like a true big. You know, they have DJ, but I, I don't know. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. he's not the same player he used to be. Um, so that could get very interesting. Um, but I do think the Nets and the 76ers and then the Nets would go to the final. So I do have a Lakers Nets, just like everybody wants, right? Just yes, the Lakers Nets finals. And <laughs> no, no 76ers Phoenix finals or anything <laughs> like that. Please, no. The ratings would be horrible if that was the case. Yeah, exactly. Now, I, I do want to talk just real fast about the Bucks and Nets. I do agree with you. I think that would. I think everyone wanted the Nets to be the one and the and the Bucks to be two or three, yeah. and have the Bucks and Nets play in that Eastern Conference Finals. And on the other side, have the Battle of LA happen. I think that that that's the Conference Finals everyone wanted. Um, even though that hurt your insides because you like the Heat, but 
Having yeah, the Bucks, yeah, the the Bucks match up with the Nets very well, but I just think you know again it's hard to guard those guys for seven games. As great as Drew Holiday is, as great as Giannis is, as great as uh, Chris Milton are on defense, it's hard to guard those three guys for seven games. Um, and out in the East, I think it's the Nets to lose. I really don't see a team that's anywhere near them when it comes to just being able to stay with that team for seven games. I mean, they again they haven't just like the Lakers, they haven't played a bunch of games together this year. So the playoffs is when we're going to really see them start playing their full, like having their full team out there. And that's scary that they're still this good. You still have Joe Harris, who we haven't even barely talked about. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, they're a really good team. So you've got a finals matchup. I'm going to put you on the spot here. You've got the Lakers against Brooklyn. Brooklyn would have home court advantage, I believe. So who do you have winning the finals this year? Man, I got James Harden getting his first uh, finals MVP. I go. think it's time. I think... He's a great player, and that's what he needs to add to his resume. I think if he got him there, I think he's the most important player on the mm-hmm. Nets, personally, because that offense runs through him. It's a Dan Tony offense. Mm-hmm. And it's basically it's basically the same team Houston had three years ago, and you just add KD to that firepower. That's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, I mean, I know Nash is the coach, but Dan Tony makes all the decisions, and so does Harden. So I think I think that's that will be the key. And if you could play the way he's supposed to play, I don't think uh, – I don't think anybody could stop them. I think they'd be too good. Because they, I mean, they had the Warriors to seven games mm-hmm. with James Harden and, you know, an older Chris Paul. And mm-hmm. they, game seven, they missed 27 straight threes or something like that. And it was a single digit game. So uh, yep. I think now you're, you have more firepower. So I think you'll be okay. Yeah, it's really hard for me not to take the Nets. Um, but then also, part of me, wants to take LeBron and the Lakers. Yeah. Um, I mean, realistically, if this happens, like, I don't think I'd actually choose a winner. Um, you know, again, on our on our YouTube channel, we posted a video. I think I, I chose, I did choose the Lakers, but I chose them in seven. And I said, you know, at this point, I'm doing this for the storybook ending. I want LeBron to win his fifth championship, saying, you know, that he'd have as many rings as Kobe at that point. He won his fifth one with LeBron. Kobe got inducted to the Hall of Fame just recently. It'd be yeah. a perfect kind of storybook, just kind of like last year, you know, with with the passing of Kobe and everything like that. Yeah. Um, you know, the the Lakers winning was kind of just that storybook ending. This would kind of be the same thing in that sense. So, um, but I think yeah, everyone's hoping for that finals. I think that's the finals we're probably gonna get. Um, if not the Lakers, I think you get the Clippers in the finals, which Clippers I think just yeah, uh, it's just as good. Maybe not maybe not as good, but it'd be just as cool. You know, to see the Nets and the and the Clippers face off. Um, that's the only bad thing about the NBA is you can kind of tell who's going to make the finals. You know, that's why the Heat, what they did last year, was such a big thing, just for the simple fact that no one expected the Heat to get that far. I actually think the Clippers match up better with the Nets and the Lakers, do, to be honest, because of their guards. They could they could throw bodies at KD, at Kyrie, mm-hmm. at, at Harden. They have multiple defenders with George and Kawhi, mm-hmm. Rondo, Beverly, right? I mean, you took out Lou Will, Sweet Lemon, or Lemon Pepper Lou, you throw him out to Atlanta. And that's your defensive liability. So once yeah, you got rid of that, I think your one through three is very good defensively. And I think that might, that might give the Nets some issues. And I think, you know, if they got there, they would have a better chance of beating the Nets than the, than the Lakers, in my opinion, right, just because of matchup. Yeah, and I, and I will say the X factor for the Lakers if they play the Nets and really any game is AD. You yeah. know, if, it, he, he, is, he is almost as hard to guard as Kevin Durant is. I think they both – are pretty much the same player, just in different bodies and whatnot. And they score a little bit differently here and there, but they're both phenomenal players. So um, that'd be a great matchup to watch in the playoffs as well. Obviously, KD versus LeBron, but uh, 
you know, well, only time will tell, but you know, we're just getting started into the playoffs. So it's exciting. Make sure you guys watch Tuesday and Wednesday nights playing games. It's the first time it's ever really happening. I know it happened last year, but this time we have the them traveling and everything like that. But I believe playoffs start on the Sunday, um, the fall, like this, this upcoming Sunday. So be sure to check in on the first game of playoffs. So that's going to do it for us here on the five. I don't know. I think playoffs are first game on Saturday. Oh, they start on Saturday. Uh, start on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. The East. Right. The East plans are on Saturday, yes. and the West so, is on Sunday. So, no, there's actually two games. The two, the the four and five games and the three and six games all play on Saturday because they don't have to wait for those extra right, teams. Right, right, right. So, for the, they'll have Western games and Eastern games on Saturday, and then the one and two game series will be played on Sunday. So, that's how it starts. So, it starts on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Is when the NBA playoffs, my bad. Um, but be sure to check out that. As we go, but that's going to do it for us here on the Five Out Podcast. Buchkov, thank you so much for coming on, my friend. We'll have to have you on again. You know, good luck in PT school, my friend. I know it's tough. I'm, I'm seeing it in my, in, you know, my household as well. Yeah. Um, but congratulations on getting there. We'll see you guys next time. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Drew. Of course. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And a huge shout out to Alex Vooch for coming on today and joining us for this podcast. I enjoyed having him on. Hopefully he can come on in the future and give us more insight, especially on some heat stuff as we don't really have a heat correspondent. He might be our next heat correspondent though. Um, but if you guys enjoyed him, please let us know down in the comments as well. But if you guys enjoyed this episode and listen to more of our episodes, we drop episodes every Thursday on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Be sure to check those out on those platforms. If you want to check us out on YouTube, you'll have to check us out on our channel called Sideline Sports. If you guys want to check us out on Apple and Spotify, though, we are at uh, 5 Out. Check us out there. Be sure to hit that follow or like or subscribe button, whatever it tells you to do. It's 100% free on your guys' end. So all it does is help us out in the long run. So please, please, please do that. It'll help us out. Um, and then if you want to see some more of our daily content, we post on Twitter at five underscore out and then on Instagram and TikTok. If you're before those platforms we have, uh, we are under sideline sports. So, so you'll see very similar content that you see on the Twitter, but it'll be under sideline sports and you'll also get additional content from our side or splitting up rights account as well. But that's going to do it first here on this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Shout out to Alex for uh, being on this episode. We'll see you guys next week. Hey, slip, slide, tryna provide for me, for me, for me. Find me somewhere out in London, you know that's the hideaway. I need some head and some more support from you right away. Since I've been making donations to you like United Way, you know I do. Stories you told me about him, I can see that it's night and day. You told me the truth. Walking from here to my bedroom and feel like it's miles away. There's too many rooms. And I'm still hard body, I don't feel nobody And I'm with some riding on my friendships Solid, I get big deposits on my whips exotic Revenue engine, wow, city dependent I gotta finish it, I want opinions, wow She wanted things, yeah She want a ring or some sort of arrangement, yeah. Something that's dangerous I wanna change it, I wanna claim it, yeah. I wanna paint it, yeah. She quick to say no, cause she know she a diamond, yeah. She getting quiet, yeah. She on the diet, she want a massage, yeah. Tryna get intimate, Bank account never diminishing, yeah. Niggas are changing their images, yeah. Niggas act hard, but they innocent, yeah. Hop in the tank and move militant, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find me somewhere out in London, you know that's the hideaway. I need some head and some more support from you right away. 
Since I've been making donations to you like United Way, you know I do Stories you told me about him, I can see that it's night and day you told me the truth Walking from here to my bedroom and feel like it's miles away There's too many rooms And I'm still hard body, I don't feel nobody And I'm with some riding on my friendships Solid, I get big deposits on my whips exotic Trunk on the engine, I'm on a mission The Bronco 250, I'm out your division I got him excited, know it's been a little minute I love her delighted, made her love of a crown horn These suckers despite it, the touch is the Midas She say fuck me and come, I just do it like love her, but Nike Order the ginger for you and your friends Show for you running that big body bins Got a little bit that came up from nothing We shopping in London and doing it big Man, they private, but we out in public I know we the topic for you and your kids Life Monopoly gon' blow, not an option If they could've stopped it, they would've been dead They would've been dead She could be the wig Don't play with my head You test my emotions Don't be testing my phone every day I'ma leave it on red Don't dig in and stroke it My new bitch pussy wet like an ocean I need a new spread The silent one chosen I'm gon' wanna stay focused I can't let them put me on edge Can't let put me on edge I just bust out my wrist And this rose go in and say it I just put pointers on I just counted to me and all cash and got hit from the feds. Yeah, I just told them if we played, then we stopping the growth for they dreads. I just had talk with the pyramid, push that I'm never gonna drive them to shit. Build a panoramic doors, we got foes and dudes. Toast on the big dog on my coast, like Roman is with the scopes. Ain't telling this bitch my goals. Had a living at the Montrose. I'm a peep, but a player not pole. Yeah, I been thinking about selling my soul. Take me out the country and drop me in apartments. You won't see me cry. I just put macaroni cheese in my pocket and it came with the size. I just put 20 mil inside an extra. I don't give a fuck about your life. You had a buzz, but that shit was too little. I promise you never was hot.